I've never felt anything like this with anyone before or I've never felt like this before or you make me feel things that I've never felt in my entire life. How often people justify their decisions because they feel eros. Hi, my name is Father Mike Schmitz and this is Ascension Presents. Not too long ago, I found myself visiting this family and the family was watching a TV show. The TV show, it was the season finale of a show called The Bachelorette. I think it's The Bachelorette, not The Bachelor because there was one girl with a number of male suitors vying for her hand. Clarification. You, don't, you can put in the comments below, you shouldn't ever watch something like this. Fine. I was at this family's house, we were watching it and just it struck me as an opportunity to expose myself to some of the things that happen in our culture. Positive or negative, I watched one episode, there we go. Back to this show. One of the things that I found so fascinating about this was as these men were trying to make a case for why this woman should choose them. Like why what they had with each other was more powerful, was more real, was more, um, was better basically, that reason why she should choose them. They kept saying the same thing. Every single guy said the same thing. And even she would say that something similar to each one of them. They would say something like this. I've never felt anything like this with anyone before. Or I've never felt like this before. Or you make me feel things that I've never felt in my entire life. And I just thought, oh my gosh, that is the entire argument. There was no argument made about like, you know what? We actually understand each other. We really click. We really believe the same things. They couldn't say that because they didn't spend enough time with each other to be able to get to that place of like the heart of what a real relationship would have. All they could rely upon was this refrain of, I've never felt this way with anyone ever before. Or, I've never felt this way in my life, whatever the thing is. And we realize this, if any of us, any of us were to make a judgment based off of that, based off of our emotion in the moment, we would be, <laughs> we would be fools. That basically, it's the most foolish thing I've ever heard. It reminded me of a chapter in a book by a man named Sheldon Van Auken. And the chapter was called the parenthetically false sanction of Eros. Eros, right? There's four loves. There's a storge, which is that love of affection. There's Eros, which is love of desire. There's uh, philia, which is love of friendship. And there's agape, that self-giving love. Sheldon Van Auken, in this book, he was saying that, he was pointing out how how often, even he wrote this back in the 50s, maybe 60s, he pointed out how often people justify their decisions. They justify going back on their promises because they feel eros. An example he gives is he's like, you know, I was talking to my friend Bob the other day and Bob kept saying that when I'm with Sally, I, I feel things I've never felt before. I'm more in love with her. I'm a better man. I'm more generous. I'm more patient. I'm more kind. Well, meanwhile, Bob is married to Sue and so, but what's happened is he's saying, what I feel for Sally though gives me justification. It uh, sanctions my betrayal of this promise I made to my wife because I feel something for this other woman that I've never felt or I haven't felt in a long time or blah, 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 right? That's what happens when we in our culture exalt Eros to the point of we think, we begin to think that it actually, <laughs> let's say this, that it actually means something. Now, obviously, the desire you have for your spouse, the desire you have uh, for the person you love, of course, it means something. But we know this, it can't mean everything. Why? Because even those people who are ancient, the people who like named Eros for what it is, like the ancient Greeks, who weren't by any means, you know, the most virtuous people ever, even they understood that Eros is the most fleeting, it's the most temporary of all the loves, right? That love of affection, love of friendship, love of self-giving love. 
Eros, that is love of desire, is the most temporary of all of them. And so you wouldn't ever, ever in a million years want to base a major life decision off of Eros. Because as Bob would find out, Bob can be married to Sue and then fall in love, have Eros for Sally. And same thing can happen with Sally or Sue or anybody, any of us. It is the most foolish thing to make a decision, especially, especially a decision of like a bachelor, bachelorette, let's get married off of that feeling, that feeling of Eros. In fact, there are, but there are things that we could base that decision off of. In fact, there are what I constantly encounter in the couples that I, I deal with when it comes to their dating relationships or when they're even in their marriage prep, if they might be even engaged, that I have to bring up. And, and there, there are areas, four areas, where if there is serious disagreement, these might be what you call the deal breaker areas. And the four areas are faith, family, finances, and the last one doesn't have anything to do with F, it's intimacy. So faith, family, finances, and intimacy issues. If there is enough disagreement in, the, in one of these even four areas, then that could potentially be a deal breaker. Now you could say, but I have this affection, I have this love, I have this eros for this other person. And that's awesome that even though it's temporary, even though it's fleeting, even though you'd be foolish to make a basic decision off of that, it's still good, it's still fine. We'll say it's fine, yet that doesn't resolve the fact that we don't believe the same things when it comes to faith. That doesn't resolve the fact that uh, you and I don't, have, you don't see eye to eye when it comes to family. That doesn't resolve the fact that when it comes to how we spend money, how we live our lives financially, we're at odds. And it, it does not resolve um, how we approach intimacy with one another. See, that's the thing is when we exalt this idea that I've never felt like this with anyone before. When we exalt the idea and say that this becomes the hinge point, this becomes the metric by which I measure the goodness or badness of this relationship, the power or the weakness of this relationship, then we've walked down a dangerous road that will not lead, cannot lead to anything truly good. Now, obviously, Eros has its place in a romantic relationship. And it's a good, as I said, I said it's fine. I was kind of, down, maybe I overstated downplaying it. Eros has its place in a relationship. And yet, there are so many other more important aspects and more important elements. So go back to the bachelorette or to the bachelor. It's so much more important question than how does this person make me feel? Or have I ever felt like this with anyone before? Or are they super cute or super handsome or whatever, super charming? Scripture says, you know, charm is deceptive and beauty is fleeting. But the woman that honors the Lord, the woman that fears the Lord, is beyond price. There are some deal breakers. And if you, in a relationship, not of marriage yet, because that's, you're in. If you're in marriage, like, that's it. The covenant's been formed. But before that, those areas of deal breaker, that were, where you say this is a deal breaker of faith, of family, of finances, and of intimacy, those need to be paid attention to. And the feeling, attend to it, but it won't give you an answer. And that's the hard truth. So I hope the kids, I hope those crazy kids on this TV show, I hope they make it. I hope they have a phenomenal life. But I hope they also make their decisions based off of more than just feeling. I hope they make their decisions based off of things that are a bit more lasting, are a bit more important, a bit more enduring. As Catholic Christians, that's what we're called to. And so that's how we live.
Anyways, a little rant about this TV show that, again, randomly happened to come across, but that's what you got this week. Anyways, from all of us here at Ascension Presents, my name is Father Mike. God bless. Nestled under the warm Florida sun is a university whose name indicates a vocational call. Ave Maria, Latin for Hail Mary, recalls the angel Gabriel's announcement to Mary of her future vocation, becoming the mother of God. Enriched by God's grace, Mary freely ascends to this call. This is the model for all students. Come to Ave Maria University, where we offer a liberal arts curriculum buoyed by the sacraments. This empowers you to clearly see your vocational call, whatever that might be. Ave Maria University, your vocation location. Visit AveMaria.edu or call 1-833-AMUSWFL.